Warriors World Champions. The Anaheim Ducks are the Stanley Cup champions. Pitch swinging. Oh, and first pitch crushing. Oh, man. Lean into it. Zegers here. He can Oh, look at this. Oh, he just Welcome to a very special edition of the Catelicast. I am your host, Sai Miyake, and this is the long overdue, very, very late episode where we talk about the top 15 moments in Ryan Getzloff's NHL career, the top 15 moments in my opinion, and this has been long overdue. So, of course, uh, Anaheim Ducks captain Ryan Getzloff, of course, announces retirement and the greatest uh, player in Ducks franchise history, and there really is no uh, no argument against that. Unfortunately, announces retirement at the end of this NHL season, and while the Ducks couldn't send him off in the perfect way, which would be, in my opinion, a Stanley Cup championship, however, um, just with the with the retirement and with the NHL playoffs in full swing, and of course the Ducks not uh, playing a part of that, we can uh, really just sit back and reminisce on the top 15 greatest moments in Ryan Getzloff's duck career, in my opinion. Again, you can follow this show on Twitter, at Show. That is at Show, all one word. And you please, please, please um, follow, share, listen, download, rate, review this, uh, this podcast on all platforms. We are available on all platforms, you name it. Spotify, iTunes, Google, Stitcher, uh, Amazon, you name it, uh, find it somewhere. You can find the Catelicast on any podcasting platform. So without further ado, let's get into the top 15 moments of Ryan Getzloff's career, in my opinion, starting with number 15. Mark Giordano, he'll bank it out and get walked by Getzlaff, and then Dougie Hamilton goes after Getzlaff as Raquel plays it back in. And Hamilton's, Hamilton's in a cross-checking penalty. penalty. And he'll be going to the box for the third time tonight. Here's Giordano, and there's Gessel. Is it a dirty hit? No. Shoulder on shoulder. There's a hit. Nothing dirty about that. So for number 15, I have selected the huge shoulder-on-shoulder hit that Ryan Getzloff laid out on Flames, or former Flames captain Mark Giordano in the 2017 Western Conference quarterfinals, or the, or more commonly known as the first round of the playoffs in 2017, and. You might be thinking it's weird that you just have an individual hit, and uh, I gotta first uh, preface this by saying there are no fights uh, for me made this top 15 list, but I have to put this hit down because to me, this play really epitomizes Getzloff and his leadership of the team. Uh, He really is the tone center for the Ducks, you know, from the beginning of his career from 2005 all the way now to 2022 when he retired, and I need to provide some context around this play. So um, 
of just a few weeks earlier, right, because this was the first round of the 2017 playoffs, just a few weeks earlier, Mark Giordano uh, committed a pretty dirty and egregious knee-on-knee hit to Cam Fowler, and Fowler would miss the first round, would miss this first round of this uh, Calgary series. And in the first game, Getzloff just found Giordano, uh, caught him with his head down in open ice, laid a huge shoulder-on-shoulder hit to Giordano, sent him, you know, falling down like a big sack of potatoes, right? And this is captain on captain. And so Getzloff sent the message right there that the Ducks weren't going to stand up to any of any of Giordano's play or of any big hits by the Flames, and that the Ducks were still... Even at this time, this was the last time the Ducks were really that were really a, a true cup contender. That the Ducks were still the big bad Anaheim Ducks, and they were going to out physical you and out muscle you in a playoff series. And then immediately right after Getzloff delivers this punishing blow, um, Dougie Hamilton skates over to Getzloff and gives him a cross check, and he cross checks Getzloff so hard right in the arm that his own stick breaks. And so that happens in front of the ref, and it's even more obvious now that Dougie Hamilton committed a cross-checking penalty, and he would get a penalty for it. He would get two minutes for cross-checking, and it was his third penalty of the game, and the Ducks would, of course, score on the ensuing power play. And so, I mean, Getzloff is the definition of a power forward in hockey, and if this play doesn't sum up what a power forward is in the NHL, then I, I, I don't know what else to tell you, but... Getzloff just setting the physical tone and then drawing a penalty as well in the process, which led to a Ducks goal. So that's why this was number 15 on my list. And now let's get into number 14. Getzloff looks, turns, wires it, and he scores! His first NHL goal, Ryan Getzloff. Who could ever forget their first goal in the NHL? And for number 14, I had to pick Ryan Getzloff's first goal, first NHL goal against the Detroit Red Wings at the legendary Joe Louis Arena that unfortunately does not exist anymore. But it was on the power play, and of course Getzloff's first goal is him playing the point on the power play, which is where he would basically play almost his whole career, and then he just... Takes a, takes a slap shot that goes in behind the goalie, and then that is Ryan Getzloff's first NHL goal. No, his first goal wasn't a play where he should have, where he was passing the puck and then it accidentally went in to the other team's net. No, it was him doing what I think he might have done best was play the point on the power play. And just from day one of his NHL career, he really took over uh, playing the point on the Ducks power play on the Ducks power play where he would be for a very long time in his career. And just a great moment for Getzloff, great individual moment for a guy who doesn't really like to celebrate individual accomplishments or uh, individual plays. And yeah, you can't ever leave out uh, a player's first NHL goal on a greatest moments list. So that's why I picked Ryan Getzloff's first NHL goal in 2005 for number fifth for, or for number 14. And now let's get into moment number 13. Able to reach and get the puck and lob it all the way down. That was knocked down by a high stick. Sure was. Oh, and now way up came Bishop and Getzloff scores! Oh, what a turn of events! Dallas went for a change. They thought the Ducks were going to do the same, but Getzloff, Ryan, had fresh legs. He'd just come out of the penalty box. Yep. Jumped on his horse. For number 13 on Ryan Getzloff's 15 greatest moments in his NHL career, in my opinion, I had to go with one of the more 
well-known or highly publicized plays that Ryan Getzloff made throughout his NHL career, which was the strange play where he dumped, where he came off, uh, he came out of the penalty box and then kind of joined into the duck zone, got the puck from a rebound, and then he dumps it into the Dallas zone, and then the Stars, uh, they just went on a power play because the uh, penalty expired, or no, they went from a two-man advantage to a one-man power play, and then I guess all of the uh, Dallas players thought that they were just going to go for a line change, or thought that the Ducks were going to go for a line change, and so they just let Getzloff skate into their zone with the puck ahead of him, and then the puck was kind of in a weird odd man's, odd man, or no man's land, rather, instead of an odd man's land, a no man's land between Ben Bishop and Ryan Getzloff. Ben Bishop uh, comes running out of his crease to play the puck, and then Getzloff just takes it from him, goes around a sprawling Bishop, and scores into a wide-open, empty net to give the Ducks a 2-0 lead in the third period. And especially I picked this play just because for somebody who doesn't who isn't known for making a, a flashy play, right? Or for mate or for making the Sports Center highlight reels, right? Uh, Ryan Getzloff was just a consistent point producer, but he kind of did it in a boring way. But this play uh, really maybe I guess open open people's eyes to just how much of a skilled player that Ryan Getzloff was and this happened in 2018 so it was a little bit later in his career kind of towards the end of his prime or like you know kind of towards the end of, of of his dominant run I guess in the NHL and I think this play just was a great opportunity for Getzloff to show uh, the entire hockey world that hey you know I can be a flashy player and I do have skills because a lot of people outside of Anaheim kind of ignored Getzloff throughout his whole career and uh, I really hope that this play educated some people on just how great of a player Getzloff was and that's why I picked it for number 13 so without further ado let's go into number 12 for Ryan Getzloff's top 15 greatest moments in his NHL career as per my opinion so let's see or let's hear number 12. So for number 12, I had to go a little bit more back in time. So n not as far back as 2005 as Ryan Getzloff's rookie season, but I had to go back to 2009. And if anybody remembers, which it was a little bit of, a little bit of a while ago, uh, the Ducks were the eighth seed matched up against the San Jose Sharks, who were the number one seed in the Western Conference quarterfinals. And the Anaheim Ducks would beat the Sharks in six games 
in that first round, and it was a quite a big upset. I can't remember if the Sharks were the President's Trophy winners that year, but either way, they were the first seed. They were the best team in the Western Conference, and the Ducks upset them, which was a fantastic and really fun playoff series. And I feel like that 2009 little playoff run against the Sharks and the Detroit Red Wings in the second round, I feel like, especially nowadays, that run kind of gets uh, overshadowed or, for, or forgotten by a lot of Ducks fans. But it was a real, I remember, it was a really fun, uh, fun time to be a Ducks fan because they were the AC, they are playing with house money. But anyways, the Ducks are leading in Game 6, 3-1 to one, with a chance to close it out at home at Honda Center with about 16 minutes left to go. And the puck gets dumped into San Jose's uh, zone and Rob Niedermeyer right hustle great player uh, nullifies the icing and then him and Drew Miller are just mucking it up in the corner right uh, perfect Randy Carlisle hockey trying to get the possession of the puck back eventually the puck I believe Rob Niedermeyer is the one who uh, who eventually dislodges the puck and then uh, Getzloff comes off comes onto the ice and then he kind of just skates around uh, in the slot, and then Niedermeyer dishes it to Getzloff, and then he has a wide open, uh, huge wrist shot from the slot, passive getting the Bakov, and then that made the score four to one in favor of the Ducks with about 16 minutes left in the third period, and that was when, when it got to a three goal lead with 15 minutes left in the game, you kind of knew, okay, the Ducks were gonna put it away. That was. That was the backbreaker, right? That was what they needed to really step on the Sharks' throats and to end their season a lot earlier than anybody really anticipated. I can't, I don't think anybody picked the Ducks to upset the San Jose Sharks in 2009. And that was also Getzloff's best season. He had 91 points in 2008, 2009. And just, I really think that in his career, that goal, that moment really gets overlooked because of... You know, some other plays that he's made, of course, that we'll talk about later. But I, re I really think that we need to uh, take a step back and remember just how great that uh, 2009 run was. And it was, just, it was just a strange year for the Ducks, so I don't really blame too many people if they forgot about it. But that, that's why I picked that moment. And let's get into the next moment, which would be number 11. Here he comes. Great pass. Score! Henrique with the finish. Perhaps the final assist of the career of Ryan Getzloff. How That's fitting. what they came to see. How fitting is that? What a pass. What a pass by Ryan Getzloff. One final time behind the back around Justin Falk and an empty net goal for Adam Henrique. Wow. I cannot think of a better way to cap off this night. The Ducks aren't going to win this game, but what a great finish to just a fabulous career. Wow, what a play by Getzloff. Of course, of course, Ryan Getzloff's final NHL assist would have to make this list. And I'm sure everybody's seen this play or, or heard about it by now. But in Getzloff's last home game at Honda Center against the St. Louis Blues, uh, he has a two-on-one with Adam Henrique uh, coming down in front of the St. Louis net. And then Getzloff just doing what he does best, right? Uh, a no-look 
a backhand pass to a wide open Adam Henrique who uh, puts it in a wide open St. Louis goal. And that would be the final assist and the final point in the NHL career of Ryan Getzloff. And if he wasn't going to go out in the perfect ending, which was to lift up the Stanley Cup, and even though the Ducks would lose this game 6-3, to I mean, just for him to give us one last great assist, one last just, you know, kind of a, not, not necessarily a jaw-dropping, but just like a remarkable like, oh, how did he do that? Or, he, or man, you know, he gave us a moment where we, we had to tell ourselves, oh, hey, Getzloff still got it. And so I think uh, passing to another veteran player on the Ducks who's been here for a few years and a good friend of Getzloff's, that was just a really cool moment. And uh, it, was, it was a good thing that uh, for Getzloff to get his final point in the Honda Center, give the fans really something to cheer about. And uh, I wish I would have been there, but that was just a really, really great moment. And I had to include that on this list, definitely. So now that we have gone through number 15 through 11, let's get into number 10. And then from the point, they put a shot on goal right off a of one faceoff. Fowler winds and fires another rebound off of Miller between the circles. Gets off, scores. Did a shoot first mentality on this sequence. Camp Fowler blasts away. Corey Perry can't get a touch on it, but there's the rebound. Look at Getzloff just swoop in from the point. Nobody picks up the captain. And he just drills it in behind Ryan Miller, five hole. In three abreast, here come the Ducks as Spiza joins the rush. Long shot off the wing, easily handled by the blocker of Miller from Penner. It comes loose in front, Getzloff scores! Stanchions here at Honda Center. It's rimmed around, it hits one of the stanchions, kind of bouncing around. No one can get the handle on it, but Getzloff, with those magical hands of his, controls that rolling puck and just whips it up into the top corner and that shot is perfect and the captain's got two already tonight here comes Getzloff looking for a first period hat trick perhaps instead he opts for the pass he bumps Zadorov behind the net Penner gets it back in front there's Getzloff there's the hat trick Ducks have eclipsed 20 shots on goal in a single period what a shift for Getzloff. Yeah, and there he is with Zadorov behind the net. Puck comes right back to him. The Sabres are just too slow to, to put pressure on these talented Anaheim forwards. They get the puck and they have time. Now that we are in the top 10, we have to step it up a notch. And for number 10 in Ryan Getzloff's top 15 moments in his NHL career, I have his first and only NHL hat trick on November 8th, 2013 which was a great early birthday present for me at the time because my birthday is November 9th. And I remember watching this game against the Buffalo Sabres. The Ducks were playing at home with the about a month in with the uh, uh, re, retooled or the, uh, oh, geez, reunited. Wow, it has been hard to think of words sometimes. With the reunited kid line of Dustin Penner, Ryan Getzloff and Corey Perry. And if you remember the early on in the 2013 season, I mean, they put those three back together and it was just like a fish getting uh, put back in water, right? And those three were just dominating the NHL again, like they were during the cup run. And I mean, the Penner trade, it was, it came out of left field and I, I kind of understand the reasons why they traded Penner eventually, but 
I, I re- it was really just from a pure nostalgic feeling. It was really cool seeing Penner, uh, Getzlaff, and Perry back together. But enough about enough about Dustin Penner and Corey Perry. Ryan Getzlaff had a hat trick in the first period. It took him about 19 minutes and 59 seconds to get his uh, first and only a career hat trick, and he got it again in the first period. It was pretty unbelievable and just like a pure out of nowhere moment. Um, it. Doesn't it didn't really surprise me that it was Getzlaff's first hat trick when they announced it, because he is most often a playmaker, and it was kind of funny because he scored this hat trick off of eventual future teammate in Anaheim, Ryan Miller, who one of the greatest goalies of all time, and it was just really cool to just see Getzlaff get that finally get that hat trick, and of course he wouldn't ever achieve it again because he is too busy setting up his teammates for successful goals. And, you know, one thing that's been a common theme on this top 15 list is that for somebody who doesn't like to celebrate the individual accomplishments, I mean, we really need to highlight these and just show how great of a player Getzlaff was. And so that's why I had to pick his only hat trick in the NHL, and he did it in grand fashion. I mean, a hat trick in one period, getting it done in the first period, pretty much unheard of. And so, yeah, that's why I had to put this at number 10. And now let's get into number nine and moves it up, and Terry got enough of it. Ducks have numbers if they hurry, because Fowler jumps into the rush. He'll one-time it and score! And Ryan Getzloff is going to pick up a point here as it's Getzloff that makes the cross-ice pass for career point number 1,000. Knowing Ryan, he's thrilled to get it out of the way. And knowing his teammates, they are thrilled for him. It took three minutes and 32 seconds and maybe two shifts. The captain now turns it over to 1,000 career points, all as a duck in this, his 17th season. Just the seventh active player in the National Hockey League to reach that milestone. Yeah, and to do it all with one franchise is absolutely amazing and, and this fit, is a typical Brian that it's an assist well and, and not only that john it's a typical guest assist patient holds on to it sees the open space for fowler and he just kind of lays it off the sideboards and fowler uncharacteristically almost hammers it never touches the puck except to shoot it and he beats vanacek for number nine, I had to go with a very recent moment, which is when Ryan Getzloff recorded his 1,000th career point in the NHL with a primary assist on Cam Fowler's slap shot goal against the Washington Capitals on November 16th of 2021. And this, the October through November uh, stretch of the 2021-2022 season for the Ducks was I mean, one of the, just one of the most fun and exhilarating times lately as far as being a Ducks fan. And I, I genuinely thought that this would be a playoff team. And boy, I was really wrong on that. But it was just so fun and just so great to see Getzloff just um, rejuvenated, I guess. And which was why I guess the retirement announcement this year uh, at the end of the year kind of came as a shock just because he did play so well when the team was going on in the early going of the season but I completely respect his decision and this was again just like a Brian Hayward or Hazy said 
This was probably the most Getzloff way to get his 1,000th career point. A primary assist, just being super patient and throwing the puck in an area where only his teammate can get it. Cam Fowler, I think he realized that, hey, this puck that just came off the boards, this came directly off of Getzloff's stick, so I am just going to hammer this past uh, the Capitals goalie. I don't remember the, who their goaltender was that game, but I'm just going to hammer this puck at the goal and just see what happens. And sure enough, the puck goes in the net, and that is how Ryan Getzloff recorded his 1,000th career point. And, and again, you know, it was really cool to see uh, Getzloff get an assist to Cam Fowler, who has been the uh, second longest tenured duck after Getzloff. And it's crazy at how much those two have grown since they first started playing for the Ducks, started playing in the NHL. And we're lucky to have, we're lucky to have had Ryan Getzloff play for the Ducks and have Cam Fowler as well. And yeah, just no, no better way for Getzloff to get his 1,000th career point. I wish it was an assist to Corey Perry, but that's okay. Uh, we'll settle on, an, on a primary assist to Cam Fowler. So that was number nine. Let's get into number eight. Damian Bruner had his pocket pick. Getzloff scores! The long reach by Getzloff. What a play. Unbelievable shorthanded goal. So for number eight in Ryan Getzloff's top 15 moments in his NHL or Anaheim Ducks career, I had to go with a moment that really showcased Getzloff putting the team on his back, right? Being the captain, leading by example, just being a, I don't, I don't know, being, being just a force out there right on the ice and just taking the game over, which Getzloff didn't really take games over like he didn't have like a crazy blow up hat trick or four goals or like a five assist game or anything crazy like that but he would kind of just have these random five or ten second spurts in games and especially in playoff games where he would he would take over the game and I really thought that this was one of them. So it is the 2013 Western Conference quarterfinals or the 2013 first round against the Detroit Red Wings. And this was after the short, the shortened uh, lockout sort of a weird 2013 season. And uh, the Ducks were playing the Red Wings in the first round, which would be the last time that they would play the Red Wings um, because the Red Wings would go into the Western Conference pretty quickly after this season. I can't remember which year it was, but... Um, this was the final time, I guess, the Ducks and the Red Wings have played a playoff series against each other in the Western Conference. And the Ducks and the Red Wings have had a really big rivalry uh, ever since the Ducks have uh, been in the league in 1993. And, I mean, I don't think Detroit really considers it a rivalry, but uh, Ducks fans, we definitely do, and we hate the Red Wings. And uh, so it is game three of this first round series which the ducks unfortunately would lose in seven games which started their weird bruce boudreaux streak where they would just lose at home in game sevens for i don't know how many years in a row it was it was unbearable but uh this is early on in game number three and or not early on sorry it is the Third period, it's like 13 minutes left in the third period of game number three. The Ducks are leading 1-0, and the Red Wings have a power play going, and Damian Bruner is skating in front of Jimmy Howard's crease kind of lazily, and then Getzloff just uh, takes a few steps up to Bruner, uh, rips the puck away from him, and then 
Deeks passed a sprawled out Jimmy Howard for a wide open, easy goal to make it 2-0 Ducks in the third period. And the Ducks would go on and win this game 4-0. And so while they didn't win the series and while it wasn't like a overtime winner or something like that, I mean, this play is just Getzloff putting the team on his back and showing why he is the captain and the greatest player in Ducks franchise history. So that's why I had to include that moment for number eight. Again, it kind of gets lost in the shuffle because the Ducks didn't go, didn't have a real extended playoff run in 2013. But for me, when I think of Ryan Getzloff and those moments where he he would take over a game. I mean, especially this happened in the playoffs. I had to include this. Definitely one that I remember watching as well, and that helps a lot. So that's it for number eight. Let's get into moments number seven. Only one even strength goal scored in what is a 2-2 tie. Stretched by Fowler. Nice little touch into the middle. It's Terry. Score! The streak continues for Troy Terry. Now eight straight games with points. That's his fifth goal in six. And for Ryan Getzloff, he gets a touch on that puck to Troy Terry. So Getzloff, he gets mobbed. He gets mobbed. Terry yes. came out of the pile and said, hey, forget about me, guys. This is the guy we need to be talking to. This is a typical Ryan Getzloff type of pass. There's touch on it. It's just a really smart play. He recognizes Troy Terry streaking through the middle of the ice. All-time points leader in franchise history. Family here to celebrate with him. His wife Paige and children in attendance enjoying the moment almost as much as his teammates. It's a stretch pass from Cam Fowler to Ryan Getzlaff, who's in the neutral zone. And watch the touch back to Troy Terry right there. Springs Terry. Beautiful move to the backhand. Great moment for Troy Terry and especially for the captain, Ryan Getzlaff. What a great little pass. And I love Terry's reaction. He immediately pointed at the captain. Ryan Getzlaff became the Anaheim Ducks all-time points leader on October 31st of 2021, and this is my number seven moment in Ryan Getzloff's NHL career. And you might be thinking, okay, Cy, why did you put, or why why didn't you have the, uh, the thousand points higher than when he became the Ducks all-time uh, point scorer? And I mean, because to be honest, once he once he reached uh, once he became the Ducks all-time scoring leader, at that point he cemented himself as the greatest Ducks player in franchise history. And to me, a thousand points is more so the cherry on top. And it it doesn't diminish the significant achievement of scoring a thousand points in the in your NHL career. But for me, what kind of was more important was that he was the Ducks all-time leading scorer and that you knew that eventually he would get the thousand points because uh, this assist put him at career point number 989 which became the Ducks all-time leading points record and um, yeah to me this was just more important so he passed Timu Solani to become the all-time points leader in franchise history and just I, yeah I had to put this over the thousandth goal and again 
this was a perfect way for Getzloff to get um, a milestone a milestone point, a primary assist to Troy Terry, spring him up on a breakaway goal, and he scores uh, past Montreal. And um, yeah, I mean, just to do it in front of, to do it at home especially, to get the to get his final point, uh, his one thousandth point, and then the the assist to become the Ducks' all-time franchise leader in points. I mean, it's pretty cool to have done all three of those things at the Honda Center. And so that's why I had to include that for uh, moment number seven. And so let's find out what moment number six will be. He left the puck to Larson, gets left, intercepted, they score! Silverberg! On a pass from who else but Ryan Getzloff and 45 seconds in, the Anaheim Ducks have tied this series 2-2. This shot, Jim, hits the hand of Getzlaff, makes the block, and then he's thinking, okay, is it all right? Makes the play in the defensive zone, just gets it up the entire way up the ice. Look at He actually takes his glove off, checks his hand, cleft on with the reverse. Larson loses it, and a wide-open shot there that can't tell but cannot get over quick enough what a shocked crowd this is watch the route here by larson he has to go around the official he's a little late and for Jakob silverberg what a playoff this continues to be a one big goal after another and that is an mvp like performance by ryan getzlaff tonight two goals two assists this is a moment from the 2017 playoff run and more specifically the second round against the Edmonton Oilers in that 2017 playoff run. And just wait, there will be some more moments uh, in this countdown from the 2017 playoff run. But Ryan Getzloff, so this is, uh, what game was this? This was game number three in Edmonton, or no, sorry, it was game number four, yeah, game four in Edmonton. Uh, the Ducks are down two games to one to the Oilers, and it is about 40 seconds in overtime. It's tied 3-3, and it just got in overtime, like literally just started 40 seconds in, and then Getzloff right in the beginning of overtime. He blocks a shot that ricochets off of his glove, takes his glove off, checks it, and then he gets the puck, and then he dumps it into the Oilers' zone. Then he intercepts a pass when he's in the Oilers' zone uh, from, I believe it was Adam, yeah, it was Adam Larson. He intercepts a pass and then dishes a... Oh, Great, nice pass, one-timer to a wide-open uh, Jacob Silverberg, who puts it past Cam Talbot. And this was the playoff run that uh, gave Jacob Silverberg the contract he doesn't deserve right now, but that's a different conversation for another day. But again, like I talked about, there are spurts where Getzloff would take over games, and this was, again, one of them. It just so happened to lead to a overtime playoff game winner, and Getzloff already had a goal in this game. I mean, 2017 was probably the last time that Getzloff really took over games and was just you know, a top premier center, a top 10, top five player, or top five, top 10 center in the NHL at this time. And he was really, really gunning for that second Stanley Cup. Unfortunately, the Ducks didn't get it, but it led to just so many unforgettable moments in his career where he just took over the game, led by example, and willed the Ducks to victory. So that's why I had to include this moment. So let's get into the top five moments. 
And Cole on the turnover gives it up to Getzlaff. Comes in right circle. Shot, he scores! Getzlaff, the captain! 1 1 in Anaheim! A tremendous individual single effort by Getzlaff. Takes his time, a little fake, and that gets Lettinen to drop down, and then he goes short side. Lettinen goes down just a little bit too early. So this moment for me for number five in Ryan Getzlaff's top 15 moments as an Anaheim Duck in his career, it came against the Dallas Stars, the hated Dallas Stars, in 2014, uh, first round of the playoffs in game two. And you have to remember, right, the context around this moment, around this game. So Getzloff uh, blocked a slap shot, a Tyler Sagan slap shot with his face. Uh, at the very end of game one, with about a minute left to go, he needed a whole bunch of stitches. He it somehow didn't break his jaw, but he was good to go for game two. He was just wearing like a little uh, jaw shield uh, plastic protector thing, right, to protect his jaw. And in game two, the Ducks are losing in the first period, one uh, nothing, and it's about 16 minutes left to go. And then Getzloff just picks off a pass from a Dallas Stars defenseman. I don't remember who the defenseman was. He picks off a pass, outmuscles the defenseman, go, crashes the net, goes, or yeah, just drives the net uh, right up to Kerry Lettinen. And then he just uh, gets in close and just snipes one over his shoulder. And the Ducks are now tied one to one with Dallas. And again, this is just another great moment of Getzloff putting the team on his back. He's injured. He just. I don't know how many painkillers he's on, sacrificing his body and just making a hell of a play uh, to uh, increase the Ducks' chances of winning. And the Ducks would go on to win game number two. And um, this, I mean, it was a really hard-fought series, the Dallas Stars. You remember that 2014 playoff series? And just Getzloff again, right, willing the Ducks to victory, doing whatever it took to win. You know, these uh, landmark moments, especially in the playoffs, is is are just... Reasons why Getzloff is the greatest uh, Anaheim Ducks player of all time, as well as you know all of the individual accomplishments, such as you know being the leading scorer and um, just what more could you ask of Ryan Getzloff? I'm running out of words to describe his greatness, but that's okay. We still have four more moments, so buckle in for number four. Getzloff out of the corner, centering pass, Perry scores. I told you there would be another moment in this list from the second round of the 2017 Stanley Cup playoffs. And of course, how could you leave out a list of Ryan Getzloff's greatest moments as an Anaheim Duck? How could you leave out the comeback on Catella, the Getzloff primary assist to Corey Perry in double overtime to defeat the Edmonton Oilers in the pivotal game five, which the Ducks would go on to win that second round in seven in seven games at home. They broke the game seven at home curse that was just 
a weird and odd set of circumstances around the team. But they finally broke that curse. Unfortunately, they would lose to the National Predators in the Western Conference Finals. But just the fact that they came back in that Game 5 with the comeback on Catella, down three goals with about five minutes left to go in the third period. You know, Getzloff, of course, right, he gets the, he gets the party started. And then Cam Fowler. And then Raquel ties it. And then, of course, you know, how else would you want to end and just an amazing moment in Ducks history. Getzloff to Perry for an overtime goal. And there's little you can say about this. Just an epic moment in Ducks history and a fantastic moment in the career of Ryan Getzloff. So let's find out what what are two what are th- or sorry, what are three moments that could top the comeback on Catella? Well, stay tuned and find out. Native saw that one flip right back along and brought on by Perry. Perry across to Getzlaff. Backhander score! The only goal that Ryan Getzlaff scored in the 2007 Stanley Cup Finals was a very important one. So it is game one of the Stanley Cup Finals against the Ottawa Senators at Honda Center. And about midway through the third period, the Ducks are losing uh, by one goal. And then Ryan Getzloff takes a pass from Corey Perry and then backhands at five-hole pass Ray Emery. May he rest in peace uh, to tie the game up. And then eventually Travis Moen would score the game-winning goal in favor of the Ducks, which would give them that all-important game one win in the finals. And this this is number three. So... Yes, it was a huge and important goal and a great moment uh, for Getzloff to score in the Stanley Cup Finals, you know, in only his second year uh, in, the, in the NHL, and it is a fantastic moment, and I think really the moment is, is why I put this so high, but it's not necessarily number two or number one, because I think there were still a couple more moments that were more important to the Ducks and were more important to the legacy of Ryan Getzloff. But huge, huge goal. And, I mean, you didn't really see uh, Perry to Getzloff so often, right? It was usually, of course, Getzloff passing to Perry who would score the goals. But, you know, this was just a great moment. And, I, I mean, even though, I think even though, even if the Ducks would have lost game one, they still probably would have beaten Ottawa. But for Getzloff to do this in his second year in his first Stanley Cup Finals game, and unfortunately, you know, that was the only series, but just for him to start taking over games and having big moments at such a young age, and you have to remember that he led the 2007 uh, playoff team in points. He was the, lead, the Ducks' leading point getter you know, in just his second year of playing uh, in the NHL. And so just an unbelievable player again. And uh, just um, another unbelievable moment, Ryan Getzloff scoring the game-tying goal in Game 1 of the 07 Stanley Cup Finals. And moment number two, little spoiler alert, is also from the 2007 playoffs. So let's get into moment number two. Slap again. Helps it back to Boschaman. Hands over to Solani. Getzloff once more, and a shot. I guess to some people it might be a little bit shocking that I included a goal in the 2007 Western Conference Finals ahead of the 2007 Stanley Cup Finals in the illustrious career of Ryan Getzloff in my personal top 15 moments 
of his NHL career. But you have to really remember that in 2007, the Western Conference Finals was really... That was really the more so the determining series on who would win the Stanley Cup that year. I mean, no offense to Ottawa or Buffalo, who were the uh, Eastern Conference finalists, but, I mean, the Ducks and the Red Wings were clearly better than both of those teams. And really, I mean, that, that series, that Western Conference final between the Ducks and the Red Wings was just a titanic just battle, right? Back and forth, heavyweight fight. And this is in uh, this goal is in Game Four of that of the Western Conference Finals. Uh, the score is three three, and there's about 14 minutes left in the third period. It is at home at Honda Center, and the Ducks are down uh, two games to one. And so they had just got blown out in Game Three, which nobody saw coming. The Red Wings just showed up to Honda Center and just dominated the Ducks. I believe they won like five to one or five nothing or something like that, and. The Ducks were now in a must-win situation, right? If they lost, if they lost another game, if they lost Game Four at home, they would be down three-one going into Joe Louis Arena, which is a which was a place for the Ducks. It was so difficult for them to win, right? And they needed to at least get a series split uh, in the two games at home, and then eventually they would win this series in six games, um, which they won in Honda Center and Getzloff. Uh, is doing what he does best, right? We talked about uh, being in the point on the power play, and then he eventually gets the pass over um, from the point and just leans into a shot, and he scores uh, off of Dominic Hasek, who, you know, right, one of the top three, top one, maybe, one of the greatest goalies of all time. And if Getzloff doesn't score this goal, the Ducks do not win the Stanley Cup. They do not beat the the Detroit Red Wings. They do not beat the Ottawa Senators, and they do not have a Stanley Cup to their name because they definitely would have lost uh, being down three one against the Detroit Red Wings. And so this is why that is mo- this is moment number two for me in Ryan Getzloff's illustrious NHL career, and just again so impressive. Like you could see this in his second year in the NHL of him just having these great moments, and you knew. Hey, this was gonna. This guy was gonna be a Hall of Famer for the Ducks, and it just it just goes to show you that what a fantastic career Getzloff has had, and he was leading the Ducks from day one. And so, anybody who wants to try and slander Ryan Getzloff, I mean, you have no idea what you're talking about. Learn hockey before you say something stupid. But without further ado, let's unveil number one in my top fifteen moments of Ryan Getzloff's Anaheim Duck career. And guess what? It is not a moment that that occurred on the Honda Center ice. So let's reveal number one. We want to create hockey players in California. And then you got guys like Ryan Getzloff and Corey Perry coming out, putting up their own money to buy gear. Basically, that's basically the program. It's come out, try hockey for free. Kids that have never played the game before, they play for four weeks, then they get an opportunity to join a program. If they decide to do that, Ryan Getzloff and Corey Perry write the checks and buy the gear for the kids. Pretty much unheard of in the industry. All right, you guys ready? Yeah, Yeah. To promote hockey in Southern California is what we really want to do. And to get kids out and and playing hockey, you know, there's not a not a better way to for us to put a smile on our faces to see all these kids out here with smiles on their face. And you know, we grew up on in, in the backyard skating in Canada and 
you know, we had rinks outside and, you know, there's rinks everywhere. It was a, you know, hockey is, is life in, in Canada and, you know, that we're trying to bring that down here and trying to, you know, promote that and, you know, Hank, this is working. Starting in 2013, less than a year after it was announced that Gesloff and Perry would be signing identical eight-year contracts to remain in Anaheim for a very long time. Uh, both Ryan Gesloff and Corey Perry together, uh, they started to fund the Anaheim Ducks Learn to Play hockey program for kids all throughout Southern California, all throughout Orange County, and just in, a, in an effort to really grow and promote the game of hockey in Southern California, which is obviously a non-traditional hockey market. And to me, this trumps everything that Getzloff has done on the ice, everything that he has done as far as, you know, scoring goals or creating assists for other players or winning the Stanley Cup or a gold medal or anything like that. I think that just giving back to, a, to the community is just so big for the legacy of Ryan Getzloff and especially create, uh, creating chances uh, for kids to play hockey. It's a very expensive sport and definitely, you know, I think that the financial aspect can really uh, scare a lot of parents and guardians from having their kids play hockey. You know, not only is it a violent sport, but it's also an expensive sport. And just by having these, you know, two huge name uh, players, the two, two of the three or four best uh, players in Ducks history, right, with Getzloff and Perry, to uh, put their own money uh, forward and pay it forward and to give these kids an opportunity to at least try out hockey and then to ease the burden on the parents. And just what can you say, right? It's just really cool that they were able to do this together and uh, try to really just promote the game of hockey in Southern California. And it's something that I wish I uh, could have been a part of. I wish I was born a little bit later and I could have benefited from this program. But unfortunately, I wasn't. But I think that if this program was around when I was a really tiny kid, I probably would have got uh, in, a ho in a playing hockey and the, just the love of hockey at a much uh, earlier, younger age. And so I think that all of those kids who took part in the program were extremely lucky. You know, they not all not all the kids who were in the learn to play program uh, were playing hockey the rest of their lives, right? But just just the fact that Getzloff and Perry were able to to do something monumental in the Southern California community, I think that just has to be number one. And so these are my top fifteen moments of Ryan Getzloff's NHL career. Agree, disagree, whatever. Uh, thank you. Shout out to anybody who has listened for this long. Um, I'm Ryan Getzloff is my favorite player. He's my favorite hockey player of all time, and it was just a huge privilege and a joy to watch him grow from being a kid from. Uh, being a kid from Saskatchewan, showing up in Anaheim with a full head of hair and then retiring without any hair on his head anymore and just leaving his mark as the greatest player in Anaheim Ducks franchise history. I think he's headed for the Hockey Hall of Fame in Toronto. He's not going to be a first ballot Hall of Famer, but he will definitely get in at some point. And thank you so much. Uh, thank you so much, Ryan Getzloff. What an incredible, incredible career. Thank you for spending all 17 years of your career in Anaheim. I really, really appreciate it. And thank you for all of the great moments and great memories that you have given uh, the fans. And uh, I can't thank you enough. Just a fantastic career. Enjoy retirement. 
And uh, I think he'll be involved with the front office a little bit um, going into next year. And so I can't wait to see what that holds. Um, and just, yeah, that's all I got for this one. Uh, thank you so much for listening. Please comment, rate, share, subscribe, five stars only um, on all podcasting platforms. Thank you for listening to this special episode of the Catelicast. And thank you for a great career and enjoy retirement. Ryan Getzloff, the greatest Anaheim Duck of all time.